0: Hello, my name's Pete Morgan, and this is The Puppy Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. Have I, are you welcomed enough now? Have I welcomed you in? Uh, My name is Pete Morgan, this is The Puppy Podcast. Uh, And if you've never heard it before, it is a bizarre conversation. Uh, between you and me, as my family, welcome a puppy and a second dog into our lives. And we talk about the pleasures, the perils, the problems of puppy ownership. Uh, we have two dogs now, so Lincoln, who has just turned four, and Elvis, who has just turned five months. Uh, lovely to hear from you, lovely to know that you are there. If you are a new listener to the Puppy Podcast podcast, Welcome along. Thanks very much uh, for choosing us. Um, Hello to you if you are just walking your dog. Uh, whilst you're listening to this, hope the weather is good uh, and that uh, and that the dog is behaving and returning and that recall is good uh, and things like that. Uh, if you are a new listener, thanks very much. Um, it, the show is uh, the the podcast is incredibly interactive. I love it when you get involved and you message and email and let me know what's going on with you and we'll get to some of your comments fairly shortly. We're going to be hearing from a new dog owner as well and. Elvis had his first puppy training class this week. We'll talk about that before the end of the episode. Don't forget, we are available on social media, on Facebook at The Puppy Podcast, on Instagram at The Puppy Podcast, on Twitter at Puppy Podcast, or you can always email thepuppypodcast at gmail.com. Let us start then with dog news. Dog news! Uh that that's the new jingle I've just decided on it. Uh this is a uh, an article I was reading that apparently massaging your dog is a good thing not just for you but for your dog as well. If your dog likes being petted then they will probably enjoy a massage. The two main benefits are stress relief. Str- <laughs> stress relief for dog. What are they going to be stressed about? Oh, you know, I think I only got 19 hours of sleep today. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I brought the stick back twice and they just kept throwing it. Uh, And apparently it will also build a stronger connection with your dog as well. You should speak to your vet first. Particularly if there is, uh, some kind of, uh, medical condition that your dog has that may be affected. But, it was the, it was the name of it, and it's not good. So, th- this massage is called Petrissage. <laughs> petrissage. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and it can help, obviously, with younger dogs to increase the bond, but also with older dogs, particularly, uh, if they get, um, uh, Problems with arthritis and with joints and things like that. Uh, but yeah, you, you, and you can get at these loads. I, I started looking into this and there are literally hundreds of videos about massaging your dogs. The one thing that you need to be aware of is there's been no scientific studies done into this it 's just something that a group of dog lovers seem to have come up with, and a couple of the videos do have people in white coats like they look official, uh, but um, yeah and the, the, and i 'll be honest this week with with kind of uh, dog news and puppy news. A lot of it has been quite bad and talked about puppy farms, which we 've discussed on the podcast in the past. Um, so I, I always try and bring you the dog news. I do try and bring you is good stuff. I always try and bring you the happy, um, puppy and dog news. So we ended up with petrissage this week. If anyone tries it out, let me know how you get on. Let me, cause I mean, we all, there's a certain element of massage anyway. So like, cause like Lincoln for instance, loves back rubs, loves it when you kind of, you know, really massage his back all the way down his back. Um, you know, really enjoys that, but I wouldn't kind of lie them on a mat. That's what they're talking about with petrissage. Get them on a mat. Get them <laughs> you know, really kind of knead in. Get those deep muscles and stuff like that. So yes, but there we go. Petrissage. That's what you should be doing. Um, again, if you are new to the podcast, then uh, I can tell you that it relies on interaction. Um, it. it It absolutely, it depends on it. The lifeblood of it is you getting in touch. Otherwise, it's just me talking to myself. I love it when you get in touch, when we speak to you, uh, when you message on Facebook or um, Instagram or Twitter. And just let us know, you're posting your pictures of your gorgeous dogs as well. I really enjoyed. That's what Emily did. Emily says, uh, just wanted to share our new pup we've got this weekend. He's a miniature miniature schnauzer, and we call him Watson. We're so in love. Emily, we reposted the photo this week uh, on social media, and Watson is gorgeous. I mean, he really is. He is absolutely beautiful. You should be so proud of him, Emily. Uh, oh, he, hes uh, You could just... You just want to cuddle him <laughs> so, so much. Uh, oh, no. Well, well, what we'll try and do, Emily, is get you on in uh, a couple of weeks' time. See how you've been getting on. And uh, as always, Emily, if you've got any questions for the Puppy Podcast family... Uh, let us know. We can ask them on the podcast. We can put them on social media and see if you can get some answers, anything that you've been a little bit surprised by or anything that you've been a little bit taken aback by or anything that you, you're you a bit curious of. Obviously, nothing that's urgent. I mean, you go to your, your vet for that, but something that you're like... Yeah, anybody else got any advice on this? But lovely to have you uh, along, Emily, and lovely to have Watson along as well. Um Melissa got in touch. Melissa's been listening for a few weeks now. She got in touch. Her family uh, have got a new puppy. So I said, well, why not come on and tell us all about Kipper? So she did.
1: My puppy is named Kipper. She's a golden doodle. She's just about to turn three months old. And we've had her home for about four weeks.
0: Okay. How have the four weeks been? What have they been? When you think about those four weeks, have they been joyful? Have they been frustrating? Have they been um, terrifying for you? What, what's the the primary thought that comes through?
1: Overall, it's been very joyful. Um, we're, we're crate training her at night. We have very strong feelings about wanting her to sleep in her crate at night. Mm. So the first few nights when we brought her home, she cried and cried at night a lot. Um, we really, we taught her to self-soothe herself. So um, having her cry for about a half hour, 45 minutes was sometimes very stressful, mm-hmm. but um, it worked. She finally would calm down and go to sleep. There were only two times where she was really upset within the first three or four days, and I actually went and slept on the floor next to her cage. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so. so sweet. I mean, we with with Elvis, we crate him as well, it, and which I think is a is a great thing. It gives them a sense of space. It gives them a, a sense of safety. Uh, and, you know, it, not that he, he doesn't feel safe anywhere in the house, but you know, everything they tell you about creating. Right. Uh, what we did with him is um, almost like I don't know if you've seen it. People who have. Parrots or budgerigars, where they'll put a blanket over the cage at night. We put a blanket over his crate at night. Yes, yeah, and that I really actually, worked.
1: I I learned that from your podcast, oh. and we actually did that, and we <laughs> and we made it completely dark, and it really helped a lot.
0: Oh, brilliant! Oh, I'm really yeah, pleased. So That's thank great. you. No, no, it's what yeah. uh, the name Kipper. Where did that was that? Does that come from somewhere? Is it just the list that you came up with? How did you come up with Kipper?
1: My husband has always wanted a dog named Kipper. He he can't even tell you where the name came from. It's probably been 10 or 12 years. He just said, if we ever get a dog, we'll name it Kipper, and it can go for a boy or a girl. Um, when we picked out Kipper, I actually Googled the name. I had no idea that it's like a British cartoon dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was my first thing. So when you found that out, was there any kind of... Resistance to it or did you have a, another idea did you have a bee name ready you, just in case Kipper no, didn't work no
1: not at all we absolutely love the name um and when i looked up the cartoon that dog is absolutely adorable
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is no and that's and that's lovely and that's really yes you know, yes very sweet i mean infor- kipper your kipper and the cartoon kipper uh, don't look alike which would have made it really because right. you could have then started telling people you know, the Brits stole the image of our dog. Um, and when, so, when you got Kipper home, what's is there something that you think? Do you know, I wish people had kind of told us about this aspect of being a puppy owner that that they hadn't. The, the kind of the surprising aspect of it.
1: Um, you know, not too much of it's been a surprise i've never had a dog. My husband grew up wow. with dogs, but I am completely foreign to having a dog, so I did months and months of research on having a puppy, wow. a lot of reading on the internet that's how I looked for your, how I found your podcast because I was looking for advice um, so I guess the only one thing that I actually didn't know, and I know you talked about it recently on your podcast is I had no idea that I needed to clean her ears.
0: Yeah. I mean, that
1: was a huge surprise. I had absolutely no idea.
0: Yeah, particularly that breed of dog, which we we spoke about. We've spoken about it in the past couple of weeks because I mentioned your message to me about cleaning ears. And I talked about the fact that we do it with, uh, with Elvis, certainly, um, because he's young and his ears are, are quite large. Because it does, it gets very... And it makes perfect sense when you realize it, that if you had something, if you had a flap over your ears, they would be very humid and moist, you know, and they would get, the, right. they'd they get dirty and things. So how have you, uh, right. have you kind of started doing that more regularly? Is that something you look out for now with Kipper?
1: Yes, yes. So we've done it twice, um, you know, just gently cleaning it mm-hmm. um, with some, you know, a little bit of water and things um we see the vet in a few days so we're going to really talk to the vet about it and hopefully she can professionally clean her ears so that they're really good
0: yeah absolutely and was there a a reason you went for this breed was it something you'd looked at was it just this is the way it fell tell us about that
1: um mostly um i really wanted we wanted a full-size dog yeah Um, we're really active people. We like to hike. We like to run. So eventually when Kipper is full grown, which I know not till probably 18 months old, Mm. we would like to train her to run with us. Wow. Um, so, so we wanted a dog that, you know, would have good hips and be able to handle some running. Mm. I really didn't want a dog that shed. So Mm. she fits the category of not shedding. (laughs) um so and and she's she's blonde we're both blondes we, i wanted a blonde dog for some reason
0: um which
1: she's, is good yeah yeah she fit the bill yeah absolutely so, yeah whereas, so that's how we came up with the golden doodle
0: which is kind of goes against the way we we chose lincoln the elder dog because a lot of our furniture was kind of beige and that kind of blonde we thinking okay the the dog's going to shed and it will blend in it won't be as obvious mm-hmm. that there's you know dog hair everywhere because that's that's the thing you've chosen right because you will find dog hair as soon as anything you have touches the floor or like we have cuz Lincoln sleeps on our bed uh if it touches our bed or if it, well it's got dog hair on it and that's it that's the end of it so mm-hmm. you know the the kitchen floor <laughs> so I think you've I think you've chosen really well I think that's really good as well about having an active you know wanting the dog to be to be active we do kind of we take Lincoln obviously Elvis is too young but uh, at the moment but Elvis uh, Lincoln will kind of come out and will do big Kind of walks. We'll go up to the the Lake District, which is nothing but fields and hills, um, which is great for for hiking. And he loves it. He's the only the uh, I, oh, and I don't good. know. If it, it's the same with you, but here in the UK, you can't have the, a, a farmer can legitimately kill a dog if it troubles his sheep or any of his, his cattle. Oh. So if you're going through a field that's got cattle in it, um, then you have to you have to put it on a lead or you, not that Lincoln ever would, but the farmer sure. is well within his rights uh, to kill, but yeah, the, I mean, and looking at the the photos, you've you very kindly posted a couple of photos of Kipper on the on the Facebook page. Uh, I mean, he is going to be, yeah, Kipper's going to be a smasher. I mean, you know, and he's going to love going out. It's what what Kipper's built for is going out for walks. That's going to be great. Yes.
1: Yes. It, and she absolutely loves going outside, even even now at a young age. Yeah, I Always realize I called door her. Door hey, sorry. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: it's
0: okay. <laughs> I do it all the it's time. Okay. I'm terrible. I feel awful because no I worries. do it so often with people. God Yes, doesn't she look lovely? It's a boy. I'm awfully sorry. So, yes, yeah, she <laughs> she looked like she's going out already.
1: Yes, yes.
0: That's good. That's that's excellent. I'm I'm so pleased. Is there anything that uh, if someone's listening? who's going to be getting a puppy themselves, who's, who's kind of in your position a few months back when you were thinking about it and you'd started your research, what would you say is the number one tip to becoming a, a new puppy owner? What What's the one piece of advice you pass on to to everybody else, apart from obviously listening to the Puppy Podcast?
1: <laughs> of course. Um, I would say stay consistent. You need to have your puppy on a schedule and stick to that schedule. We feed her at the same time every day. Uh, we wake her up at the same time every day. I'm an early riser, so I'm up around 4.30 in the morning. Um, the only problem with that is on Saturday and Sunday, I normally don't like to wake up that early, but now I do. Just so that I can keep her on that schedule, it's really helped with her toilet training. She's almost completely to the point where she only goes outside.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, right. How, how, old, yeah.
1: how old is she now? She's three months.
0: Wow. Because, I mean, as you know, Elvis has uh, just turned five this week, five months. And he's. we're into our second week of clean nights. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, she's uh,
1: almost always clean at night. That's great. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That's so good. Now, don't get me wrong. She she wakes us up every about three, four hours. You know, I hear her bark, so I go down and take her out right away. Right, okay. And then put her right back in her cage.
0: Right so, yeah you see we didn't we didn't do that with with Elvis which and we didn't do it with with Lincoln and I th- I because I, I, I know a couple of friends who did what you did of they set an alarm every 4 hours you get up and you you take the dog outside and 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 uh, take it to the the bathroom but that sounds a a great thing and I love that piece of advice about consistency as well because then that is mm-hmm. that's incredibly important to <coughs> keeping the um keep it as you say keep the routine up keep the uh, keep the schedule up right well listen <coughs> listen can we come back to you in a few weeks time just see how you and kipper are getting on and you know maybe oh, just sure. catch up with you again would <coughs> that be okay yes absolutely give kipper our best and and send kipper our best from uh, lincoln and elvis obviously and uh, and we look forward to hearing from you again in in a, in a few weeks time great thank you very much that's lovely. That It was really lovely to speak to Melissa. Apologies. I'm always getting the sex of dogs wrong. I'm always calling dogs he when the she's and she's when the he's. It's all, I mean, it is. It's terrible. A few people did it with Lincoln. Lincoln, if you see the pictures of him, is quite a pretty dog. And a few people would say, obviously before they see him from behind, would say, Oh, isn't she gorgeous? Right? Yes, it's a boy. What on earth are you talking about? Uh, but yeah, Emily, I'm so, it was so lovely to speak to you, but I'm so, I'm so sorry for, for calling, for calling Kipper a he. Um, (laughs) <laughs> if you want to come on, by all means, get in touch. It'd be lovely to speak to you. We do need to catch up, and th- this is going to be the thing, is obviously just going back and speaking to people that we've spoken to previously, just keeping up to date. We need to keep in touch with Dave, who came on and told us about his French Bulldog, Huey, uh, a few weeks ago. I think we'll, we'll try and get him on in the next couple of weeks, and as I say, we'll go back to Melissa as well. But if you wanted to come on, do get in touch. Uh, you can uh, contact us through Facebook at The Puppy Podcast, or you can email The Puppy Podcast, Podcast at gmail.com. Last week uh, in the podcast, we talked about things that your dog barks at. And my goodness, we had an incredible response. So much so, it's carried on. Which is lovely, this is what I say. Just because an episode ends, it doesn't mean that a particular topic is off the table, Uh, so you've been carrying on getting in touch about stuff that your dog barks at, which is great, Carol said, the dog I had as a child went mad at Columbo on the telly, yeah, but didn't Columbo have a dog, so maybe that's that's what it was, it was just kind of going mad at at the dog in Columbo, rather than Lieutenant Columbo, is he a lieutenant, I can't remember, Uh, just one more thing. Uh, that's my Columbo impression, by the way. Um, Paul says, our dog goes mad if, or goes, to, uh, starts to bark, if I tell him to shush and put my finger on my lips. <laughs> <I> lo- <laughs> right, no barking. <laughs> There's a, a friend of ours called Kate, and her and her husband um, got married, and her husband had had a dog uh, for years. And he taught it that whenever somebody said the name of Kate's previous boyfriend, which I seem to remember being Piers it would bark. (laughs) And I mean properly bark. Go bananas. Uh, Which I thought was absolutely wonderful, so I did that a lot. Um, And Debbie says, my mum has a 13-year-old cocker spaniel. Aww. And uh, he doesn't seem to need an excuse to bark. However, other dogs, mobility scooters, cyclists on the pavement, loud motorbikes, passing emergency vehicles with their sirens blazing, pigeons in the garden, are just some of the things he voices his opinion on. As well as dinner time, his toys, if you've got them, and if you haven't, Uh, He expects a dog biscuit when visitors arrive and then barks you out when you go. Oh, you see I'm laughing but I can imagine that would become very wearing very very quickly. Um as I say, anything that we've talked about in the past you can carry on getting in touch about. That's how the podcast works. So if it's if you've been somewhere either stayed in a hotel or been to a park or been to a uh, a town um or a village where they're very very dog friendly, let us know about them. Let's give these places publicity because it, it, it can be hard sometimes and you can be really restricted going out with your dog um, or not being able to go out with your dog. So let's talk about that. We can still talk about dressing your dog up, your dog's voice, uh, which we talked about a, a couple of, of weeks ago. Because if you've not heard before, Lincoln, his voice, and this is, you know, basically when we're saying his words for him, Lincoln speaks. So you'll kind of say, good morning, Lincoln. And, oh, yeah, OK. Morning. How you doing? You're right. Uh, and that's the four-year-old, and, uh, the four-year-old Golden Labrador, and Elvis is the Black Lab. He's five months old, and when you say, uh, good morning, Elvis, how are you? Shat it, you! Get out of my way, Ginger! That's, and that's how he speaks. So, so Lincoln speaks like a, 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 a slightly uh, naive, maybe a little bit simple, um, person, whereas Elvis speaks like an East End of London gangster. Which is about right. Um, thanks very much, as well to Rachel. It was uh, that got in touch and uh, was uh, talking about. Uh, she, uh, Rachel lives in New York City. Uh, they're getting an English Springer Spaniel in about three weeks' time. Uh, so they'd love to hear an episode about talking about owning a, a dog or a puppy in a city or an urban environment. If that's you, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so we can talk. We can talk about that. I mean, I. I I found we live in a town, uh, and we're, but we're very lucky, and we have one of the biggest urban parks in Europe just by our house. So we have this huge area, and but but other people that I've spoken to who who own dogs and and puppies and just kind of as, as we've been out and about, the biggest thing just seems to be. If there isn't a green space or there isn't a dog park or there isn't somewhere where you can let them off the lead and let them run, the thing to do, and particularly because you've got a spaniel, which has uh, got tons of energy, is uh, you've got to make sure they get their exercise. You've got to make sure you get them out and take them for walks. And the thing is with um, spaniels in particular, because of that energy, you're going to have to really train them to walk well on the lead otherwise they're just going to be pulling you everywhere for for the most of their natural life so you, you that's something you need to watch out for but if anybody else uh, can uh, offer any um tips or any advice on living with a, a dog or a puppy in a city or a, a, a very urban environment so new york city we're going to work on the fact that you know you probably uh, live in an apartment or you may live in a house that doesn't have a huge garden you might have a yard or something um so yeah you, you the the amount of green space that's available where the dog can run free is pretty limited so any help um and uh, that will be good and as i say we will be uh, uh, we'll be getting uh, Rachel on uh, as soon as they get their English Springer Spaniel, which is lovely. Uh, we must do things that Elvis has eaten. I tend to just put it at the end of the podcast as a kind of a, fa- a forethought, uh, you know, as a final kind of afterthought. Um, but uh, th- there's been a couple of belters this week. The TV remote. I was just sat working in, in uh, the the kitchen, and we, we have the kind of patio door open, and I heard the mouse. And uh, the, it's just those things that kind of make your ears prick up of, that noise sounds a little bit different. And it was just a clattering that was slightly different. And it was, yeah, it was the TV remote. He'd, uh, Elvis had, had got up on the sofa, taken it from the arm of the sofa, and then taken it outside because it was his brand new chew toy. Or not. And the other one, I posted a photo of a crushed up um, plastic thing uh, <laughs> on Friday morning. Uh, and that is my water bottle. That was a, a fully, um, that was a full water bottle. Uh, I will confess, it didn't have uh, the cap on. It was a full water bottle, and uh, they had. Because I'm going to blame both of them. Because I don't think Elvis just sits back and goes. They go well. Uh, I don't think Lincoln just sits back and lets Elvis do it. I think I, I think Lincoln gets involved, but Elvis is the uh, he's the orchestrator. He's he's the gang leader. Anyway, they took it, they bit the label off it, and that was scattered in several pieces on the garden, and uh, then the the bottle ended up... I mean, it was flattened. It was twisted almost beyond all recognition. Um, it, it was, so we're entering this phase now with Elvis where he is getting a little bit older, so he can get to a lot of places now, and we're just having to... Before we leave, we kind of go through... The living room and go, right, what can he reach? What can't he reach? I mean, if we just pop into the shops and we're going to leave them roaming out. What can't he get? What can he get? What can he get access to? What can he eat? Can he swallow it or can he just chew it? And he still surprises us. Uh, we had a drinks coaster as well, uh, that became some kind of papier mache craft project because, because we'd not moved it. Uh, so that was, so that is definitely. Think about those things. If you're going to leave them free, just look around and think, what could they get? And you really have to think outside the box. You think, what is it they could reach, and what damage can they do to it? So that's where we are at the moment. And, of course, we started puppy training with Elvis this week. Now... I know that we've been quite neglectful with his with his training, and I'll hold my hands up for that. And there were reasons for it, um, reasons like our focus in the first few weeks was just getting the two of them to be in the same room together. We talked about this on previous episodes, where Elvis uh, Lincoln just wouldn't even come in the room with Elvis, and that was a big fear for us. And also, the reason, the other reason that, that training kind of went by the wayside was because of this disconnect between elvis and lincoln we didn't have the same bond with elvis as we did with lincoln so it was it wasn't there that that nurturing feeling that emotion that drive just wasn't there so it is now we adore him he is as much of a part of the family as lincoln ever was and ever will be so it was decided. Okay, well, we need to take him for some training because he's on the lead. He's not great. Um, his recall is okay. Uh, so I called the trainer in the week, and this is the phrase she after explaining what's been going on with Elvis and stuff. She said, <laughs> she said "We'll bring him along to the class, and we'll try and reverse the damage that you've <laughs> that you've done. Good, that bears well." And we took him there. And you know he was really it's all treat based. Everything is positive reinforcement. There's nothing negative at all. Uh that you know there's no admonishment, uh, there's no certainly nothing like, you know, uh, shock collars or anything or hitting anything of that nature. It's all if they do something wrong you ignore them, when they do something right you treat them. And that was it and by the end of it he would come back to his name he would sit we got him to do down which he'd never so lie down which he'd never done before and we we were starting to do walking nice on the lead and that's the th- i think that's going to be the biggest and hardest thing to work on because the way you do it is you have him uh so you hold the lead in your left hand uh, and then pass it through your right hand, so he's walking on your right. And whenever the lead is slack, you give him a treat. If the lead is slack, but he has to be walking by your side. If he wanders off somewhere or turns around up there, no, no treat. It's so just so he knows this is where he needs to be. That's going to be the biggest thing. That's going to be the hardest thing to work on. Uh, the puppy training classes are every other week. Um, so and th- with the idea that when we go back to the next one, it's We've really worked, you know, we've done homework, and he's in a he's in a much better place. So, yeah, um, I mean, when people say, oh, how did the puppy training go? And we say, well, he barked his head off, which he did, because there was three other dogs there. He threw up uh, after we'd been there for about half an hour. I think he was just really overexcited. And as we were in the car park, he slipped his harness. So, apart Apart from that, he had a wonderful time. Uh, but yeah, I'll keep you up to date. And what I'll try and do is get, is, uh, have a word with one of the trainers and see if I can't record a, a quick thing with them so we can get their views on Elvis direct. Obviously, we'll cut out all the swearing, which means they probably won't say anything at all. Um, one of the things I do want to talk about, there's a couple of things I want to get your thoughts on and I'd love to get your comments, and I will post them later on in the week. But one... We've heard a lot about, so we've heard about Kipper, we've heard about Watson uh, this week, two puppies, uh, new puppies that have joined the Puppy Podcast family, and I asked Melissa where did the name Kipper come from, and she said it was her husband, he's always wanted a dog called Kipper, that was it. Where did you get your dog's name from? Why did you name your dog what you did? And would you, or do you, tie your dog up outside a shop when you go in, because I, I will not do it with either of them, because I am petrified that they would get stolen. Uh, it do, it, it's the kind of thing that keeps me awake at night, that I would no more tie my dog up outside a shop than I would just let him, you know, take him for a walk on the street without a lead. I just wouldn't do it, but I'd, I'd be interested to get your thoughts on that. So, you can do that. Get in touch, as always. We are here twenty four 7 We're on Facebook at The Puppy Podcast. Uh, we are on Instagram at The Puppy Podcast. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at Puppy Podcast. You can email us as well, thepuppypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes. And if you are enjoying The Puppy Podcast... Please tell your friends. uh, Let other people know about us because, again, the more people that get involved, the more people that start interacting and the better puppy owners we can all be. Uh, And uh, it it really does mean a lot. If you do subscribe or you download or you click on the link, however you listen, it really means an incredible amount. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks, as always, uh, for listening. This has been a Monkey Pants production and I'll see you next week.